Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome to Self-Proclaimed. My name is Vire, I'll be your host. Welcome to episode five, guys. It's really been a moment. I'm having the time of my life. I'm thoroughly enjoying all the feedback I'm hearing from you guys. And all I have to say is I'm grateful and please keep it up. I am always looking to improve. And if you guys have any stories that you would like to share, whether it be on the pod or just with me, I am all ears. So how has your week been? I'll give you like a couple of seconds to think about it and like telepathically reply to me. Yeah? Oh, interesting. Crazy. Fun. Love to hear it. (laughs) I feel like so insane. Oh my God. Lockdown is finally looking like it's gonna end and i'm ready for the human interaction i'm so emotionally sensitive today so my week since you shared so kindly with me how your week was my week has been productive unintentionally and i hate to see it i hate to see it i hate to see women wanting to rest but having to do work i feel like that is criminal personally in my opinion I had absolutely no intention of being this productive this week, but there were so many things that I had to do that were time sensitive or that I had just procrastinated for so long that it was an issue. Um, (laughs) Now I found myself on a Thursday afternoon, really, really drained. And when I get drained, I get emotionally sensitive. So right now I just want to hug. Will I be singing my heart out? to all my favorite songs tonight in the shower, yes. Like I just need an emotional release, especially because lots of the things that I've had to do this week are like professional. I'm using air quotes right now, professional. So I've not been able to be as expressive. And as an expressive person, you know that feeling when you have to tone it down for people it's really really draining and it's really really difficult to hold your tongue and hold back from being who you are or from showing that you're really passionate about something so yeah your girl she's tired but that's not the point of this episode today we're going to be talking about the affirmation i am confident and i love this affirmation so much because it's like a little inside joke between me and me so i have a secret i'm not naturally confident a lot of people assume that i am naturally confident and i am the furthest thing from naturally confident i'm really just not there yet it doesn't come instinctively to me um very much so feels like a facade or i'm putting up a front but deep down i am so insecure i'm so sensitive and i'm such an emotional little ball of a human being um i think that people assume that i'm naturally confident because i talk a lot and i have a lot to say but if you actually think about the substance of what i'm saying most of the time it's crap and i just really like the sound of my own voice if you can't tell that's why i've started a whole podcast um so yeah that assumption i don't i don't like it as well because so i did a task for one of like my therapy things and my therapist told me to reach out to five of my friends and ask them to describe me in three adjectives and every single one of my friends described me as confident i was like guys I'm, I'm not that's not me 
Alright, maybe I am based off conventional standards, but I'm definitely not where I want to be. Anyway, yeah, I've always been like very outspoken and very talkative. But I think when I was younger and when I had that masculine divine energy that I was talking about in my first episode, which I urge you guys to listen to. um, Yeah, when I was younger, I actually valued what I was saying. So now I'm aware that most of what I say to your everyday person is crap. But when I was younger, I was like, no, this person is loving what I have to say. And I really, really believed that I was adding value to the world by letting people know who my favorite Teletubby was. Hun, it was just crap. But I really miss that though. I really miss that natural confidence. So that's what I deem as natural confidence. Just believing that whatever you have to say whatever presence you're in you will be valued um but yeah going into those awkward teen years where you feel like you're not good enough and you're always comparing yourself the negative thoughts totally demolished any ounce of that natural confidence that I exuded so hence why now I'm trying to get it back and I'm using this affirmation daily I'm confident I'm strong all those vibes um in order to instill that in me and even though i know it's sort of just a facade right now eventually it will become reality and that's that on that so yeah most girls actually have gone through the exact same thing that i've just mentioned like being younger and being so outspoken being so naturally confident and then losing it. I was speaking to one of my friends recently and we were both just like, damn, that sucks. It's so sad how society mutes women and shames women that are outspoken. And I honestly hate to see it. And I really wish that it will come to an end, but I think it's something that we have to work on as a collective because even I'm guilty of viewing outspoken and naturally confident women as mildly egotistical but i do check myself it is just a prejudice judgment it's not something that i believe to be true but it is just something that i'm like oh this person is confident within themselves therefore they're egotistical because that's how society has trained me if that makes sense but yeah so in order for me to get out of my young teenage funk of not being so naturally confident i thought the best way to go about it was by losing weight so when i was like 13 14 by the way trigger warning i will be speaking about diet culture i'm not gonna go too in the nitty-gritty about it but if stuff like that triggers you maybe this episode isn't for you or maybe you can skip towards the end to hear how i have found tips and tricks to gain back my confidence i said that in the weirdest way possible but yeah you can skip ahead to hear the ways that i found that helped me gain my natural confidence back anyway so little 13 14 year old vire thought you know what we're gonna lose weight we're gonna look so hot and we're gonna be so confident and that really wasn't the way to go about it but it was a journey that I had to go on it had to happen because I've learned so much from that so I started off at 
120 kilograms at 13, 14. So if you know me now, I naturally sit at around 80 to 85 kilograms, just depending on the time of the month. Um, so you can imagine like essentially half of me now added to me now. And on top of that, lose about three to four inches. Yeah, I was, I was huge. I was obese. I was clinically obese to put it in professional terms. Um, and I don't really think that had a problem, like that caused a problem with my confidence because I was still very outspoken. I was still very dominant, but for some reason I was just like, no, you know what? If I lose weight, I'm gonna look so much better. I definitely wasn't confident in my body, but as a person, I did still feel like I had value. It was actually going on this weight loss journey that I lost that confidence in myself as a person even though I was gaining confidence in my body, it was such a give and take situation. Anyway, I thought that the best way for me to look hot was by losing weight, which is incorrect in every single way. You can look hot no matter what size you are. So yeah, in secondary school, I set myself the goal of losing weight by sick form because I really wanted to be skinnier. I really wanted to be that cool model type girl. I've always been kind of tall as well. So I thought, wow, me tall and skinny. Oh my God, everyone's gonna love me. I'm gonna get all the cool points. Oh my God, I, I just had such a silly mentality and it hurts that that's so many other young girls mentality and it wasn't just me it's really really sad and i pray for the future female generations coming up that they don't even have to question their worth based off their size they just know that they're perfect anyway but yeah i went vegan in the worst way possible so at first the vegan diet was exclusively doritos energy drinks and oreos yup doritos energy drinks and oreos i don't know how i managed to lose so much weight but i think that only goes to show how poor my diet was in the first place um my skin horrible i felt like crap i literally felt horrific so then i was like okay you know what i'll research a bit more into nutrition nutrition is something that i've never had the privilege of knowing about in depth and actually when i was applying to uni i was looking into doing a degree on nutrition but you had to do biology and i was just like no but yeah it's something that's always really intrigued me especially having such a unique relationship with food um it's always like made me think what is the best way to fuel a human being like if we took all the pleasures away from food what is the most efficient way to run a human being and at the end of the day there's no answer especially because everyone is so different like i honestly cannot digest beans i can't i really can't i can't digest beans and milk why i do it to myself i don't know it's really not worth it especially the beans part like milk cheese is nice you know chocolate's tasty but beans why i think that i need a can of chickpeas a day don't know so yeah that was such a random tangent but getting back to the topic at hand i had such a poor vegan diet but i still lost weight 
and then I went into the vegan social media community community and if anyone else was a part of the vegan social media community from 2013 to 2018 contact me I believe we are entitled to full compensation because that was the most toxic environment for anyone. I was going to say for young girls, but for anyone to be in so toxic, seeing people literally slander other people for thinking about consuming animal products. And I remember I was so brainwashed. You can ask my sister. I was, oh my God, it's scary how much of an impact they had on my life. I was like you eat meat you're a murderer you're going to hell you're disgusting what if someone killed your baby and ate it like i was that vegan um and i apologized to everyone that i terrorized and there were many people in secondary school everyone knew that i was the vegan and i was like so proud it was such a token for me to be able to be like yes i'm a vegan and that continued until I want to say year 12 and it was year 12 that my weight sort of plateaued and I was like wait why am I not losing weight anymore so with the education (laughs) and it really wasn't education but with the knowledge that these vegan social media influencers gave me I was like you know what I need to cut out salt I need to cut out gluten, I need to cut out processed carbs, I need to cut out refined sugars, I need to cut out GM, like literally everything, I was oil free, salt free, you name it, I was at a point where I was just eating cucumbers, my lowest point, which I really don't want to say out loud because hearing it and like also just having other people know that this, this was how restrictive I was, it's embarrassing. But my lowest point was when I took sweet potatoes to the cinema. I said, no popcorn. That's disgusting. That's trash. They're going to put sugar on it. You're going to die. So I will steam my sweet potatoes at home. Carried that in my little baggie. And I ate that in the cinema. (sighs) A moment of silence just to digest that. I I was not okay. It wasn't okay. I had no energy and that was also the time I got into the gym and like I I was just like, you know what? Like I'm not losing weight enough, so I'm going to go to the gym, really work it off. Um but yeah, zero energy, horrible skin. I was honestly gray. I was gray. My skin was not doing good. And I think that's the biggest learning curve that I've had from this whole weird relationships with food throughout my younger years. Um, Your body speaks to you. Your body speaks to you. It screams to you when you're not doing something right. And you really are what you eat. Like, if you're having a negative reaction to a certain lifestyle change, your body's begging you to stop and you must listen but I really just thought oh no it will go like my body's detoxing my body's just getting rid of the excess toxins and pollutants that were in my gut already and all that stupid stuff that the vegan social media community told me goodness horrible anyway now I am much much better but I I'm still not 100% and I recognize that So with being a high performance athlete, 
stuff like power to weight ratio is everything. So power to weight ratio is essentially how much power you can output per kilogram of mass. And I naturally sit heavier than most of the rowers because surprise, surprise, I'm black. (laughs) So I naturally carry a lot more muscle mass and that muscle mass is what makes me so powerful to a certain extent. So in the grand scheme of things, my power to weight ratio is poorer than the top athletes but in the in plain terms like on paper i am one of the top athletes when it comes to the amount of power that i can output so yeah last year was really tough for me because it was the first year that i wasn't a junior anymore so my coach was speaking a lot more openly about weight and basically the whole power to rate ratio thing and in all fairness to her she doesn't know my past with food she just knows that I was vegan and then I stopped um so I don't think she had any bad intentions behind it but that really made me want to restrict a lot more which is what I did so when I was ill with chronic fatigue I wasn't able to train as much but I was still training every day which is more than the average person does so i thought you know what i might as well capitalize on this reduced training and eat less calories so i restricted myself to like a thousand eight hundred calories a day and i ended up being like my lowest was like 81 kilograms which now i can get on a good day like not that it's something that i strive to achieve but if i'm well hydrated and if i've been eating appropriately I can easily sit in the low 80s but I was starving myself for it and a major thing that I neglected to think about I just didn't even have the brain cells to recognize was the fact that I'm actually still a child like in the space of a year I've dropped so much baby weight especially in my face like in my face and my legs it's most prominent um but I just thought, no, like, this is fat. Like, it's, it's stubborn fat. That's what I would call it all the time. But it's like, girl, no, you're just a child. And your body's, like, holding this excess weight. It's not even excess weight, but this extra weight in order to protect you, in order to help you stay fueled because you're growing so rapidly. So, yeah, it, oh, it was so tough. But then even now when i am sat at the lean weight that i aspire to be or i aspired to be and i starved myself for i still kind of don't like the way i look hence why the natural confidence is such a lie for me like i'm not naturally confident in the slightest because when i'm leaner yeah it's great for performance but i feel like i look like a little boy i lose my curves i become a lot more like top heavy if that makes sense so like my my shoulder definition is on 10,000 and in society especially in the black community curvier voluptuous bodies are praised so I'm always having this dilemma of 
oh I want to be lean for rowing and for my sport and also just because society says skinnier is better but then oh I want to be nice and curvy and super hot like all the IG baddies and yeah that is currently the situation that I'm in now we have not completed the confidence journey at all very much so still in the early days but I'm a lot better at not giving a damn (laughs) um I think the thing that's helped me the most is I don't care like yeah I dislike something about me but I don't care enough to change it first of all and second of all I don't care enough to let it determine how I feel about myself as a person and that's what I was saying earlier like I was so silly in secondary school thinking that my confidence will be um, enhanced if I had lost weight and because I thought that would improve me aesthetically that just was the complete wrong way of thinking and growing up now I'm able to be a lot more confident in the values that I hold as a human being I know that I'm kind I know that I'm caring I know that I am so so giving and those things make me confident because I know that those things have infinite worth and value like those qualities are so much more powerful than how I look but it's hard it's really hard especially because people do treat you differently when you look a certain way I would say that the thing that I found the most toxic on my weight loss journey was the congratulations I would get about losing weight so lots of aunties and uncles would be like yeah Vira you're doing amazing you're doing so well you're losing weight but they didn't know that I was eating a cucumber for lunch (laughs) they didn't know that I was literally dying with like no energy still forcing myself to go to the gym and I think that's something that we as a society can definitely change immediately like it's not something that we need to dismantle systematically no if you see that someone is losing weight unless they've explicitly told you my goal is to lose weight and i'm working to do it let's not congratulate them because i remember even in rowing when i was on that stupid 1800 calorie diet um restriction it wasn't really a diet i just wouldn't eat um when i would hear oh very like you look so lean that only pushed me to keep on trying and trying until ultimately my body was like listen bitch if you don't stop we gonna stop (laughs) and I had zero energy and it only made my illness worse so the chronic fatigue so much worse and I think that's what made recovery take forever like recovery took months because I wasn't fueling correctly and I wasn't giving my body the nutrients it needed to recover so yeah check yourself and I am I am definitely guilty of throwing a wow like you look so good you lost some weight check yourself because you don't know what someone's going through and if you are close to a person and they have explicitly said yes my goal is to lose weight make sure you check in with them make sure you be like oh yeah what recipes are you using how's it going because it is such a difficult journey to go on and I think because I went on it so young and I was so naive I had zero education about nutrition I was eating Doritos and energy drinks oh and 
bloody steamed sweet potatoes with no oil and no salt like you need to check in with the people you're closest with to make sure that they are eating correctly and they are fueling themselves i'm so 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 grateful to god that these weird times of my life did not end up harming me but they definitely taught me a lot and i'm really grateful that i'm the type of person that it do- it doesn't need to get to death for me to realize i need to stop but some people genuinely don't realize that anyway now i'm going to talk about how i have gained my confidence and i know that i say i'm not naturally confident but to a certain extent i i must be confident since so many people perceive me to be so you know i'll give you some two cents i'll give you some secrets the first thing i really really adore about like the my new way of thinking and my improved way of being confident is i know my worth if you know your worth and if you know your value it makes it so much easier to hype up yourself if you know that listen i have so much to give i have so much to offer how can you diminish that there's no way you can diminish that you need to know it and you need to believe it and everyone has something about them that is truly so special and so unique that no one else has to offer so when you find out what that is for you oh hold on to it and praise it give it praising every single time it comes up so i know that i'm a very giving person when i'm giving to someone that i love i'm like well done Vary. like you did something that you're good at you exercised one of the qualities that you are naturally innate at if that makes sense and also it makes it so much easier for people to not give you crap because you won't put up with it if someone is attacking you about anything even if it is about your appearance you know that wait deep down though i am a really amazing person first of all your appearance is more than fine and you are amazing and you look stunning but second of all that's not what that matters what matters is who you are as a person and who your values are and the qualities you have to give so when you are affirmed in the fact that you know your values and you know what you have to offer there's no way that you're going to take crap from anyone the second one is be kind to yourself so everything fluctuates and at every point there's something to appreciate so as i was saying when i'm leaner i don't like it because i feel like i look like a boy but then i'm also really really muscular and i really like that muscle muscle definition i do find it very attractive um so that's something that i enjoy at that fluctuation point whereas when i'm not so lean or heavier I really like the way I fill out my clothes. Like I can wear a nice ass outfit and be super confident because the way my body looks in it is just mm, stupendous. So when you have these fluctuations, whether it be physically or even just like emotionally, acknowledge that there are good things at every point that you're at and don't hate on it because it's gonna come again the fluctuation is gonna come nothing's ever constant in life so you need to learn to like it and i don't want to say you need to learn to love yourself and like which you do please do love yourself but not in the aspect of like 
what every single influencer is saying these days like you need to love every single bit of yourself if you don't like a certain part of yourself it's fine like i have many insecurities i feel like i've said this so many times because it's true i do but i just don't care like are there things that i would like to change probably but i don't care to change them and that's okay acceptance is just as good as self-love it gets to a point that you can't love every single thing about yourself if you think about even the people you love the most the people that you would take a bullet for your parents your family your friends your significant other you don't love every single aspect of them there's some things that you'd want to change about them if not change there's some things that you just don't find too flattering and that's okay because that's human nature you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be at your best all the time sometimes just be accepting and be kind and the third one the one that i've stated continuously throughout this episode is fake it till you make it i am the biggest believer of fake it till you make it i'm currently on my fake it till you make it course of confidence so if you want to join me let me know but yeah no one's actually gonna know that you're not really confident as well and i think i've got away with this little secret of mine because i've not outright said wait no i'm not naturally confident to anyone just because they don't need to know if they think it then so be it you are really the author of your entire life like what you say goes if you say that you're a really really confident person no one can dispute that and if they do they'll just look crazy because a why would you lie about yourself and b they don't even know you so the fact that they think they know you is kind of crazy i'm just saying food for thought and one day it will become real and it will be something that like is more intuitive rather than something that you have to switch on so don't you worry (laughs) we're all in this journey together and another thing from fake it till you make it is that no one can give you crap again like no one can tell you otherwise because you don't give them room to one thing that i really admire about my dad is that he's such a no bullshit person you honestly couldn't even try to give him crap you couldn't even try because the way he carries himself and the energy that he exudes is just like don't this is not the place i'm not going to entertain it let alone accept it so that's what i'm saying one day i'll be at that level of confidence and we'll all be thriving together but thank you for listening i hope you all enjoyed this week's episode i always say see you next week and i've realized i say that all the time but like i guess hear you next week or listen to me next week how do i even sign off this anyway thanks bye